Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform and welcome to the CBD Perform podcast. Now in this podcast series, um, we will be discussing everything CBD from the history of CBD and how CBD can support people for um, you know, some of the main conditions and ailments that they potentially have, which is things like um, stress and anxiety, um, sleeping disorders and improving sleep quality, and also pain and using CBD as an analgesic potentially as well. So there's many benefits. And we're going to be discussing the pros and cons and whether it can potentially work or not work and really be as educational and informative as we can. Now, um, if you want to find out more information about the CBD Perform products and the range of products that we supply, which covers edibles, it covers CDB, uh, CBD oils, CBD cosmetics, CBD topicals, creams and rubs, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk. That's www.cbdperform.co.uk. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy the CBD podcast series. Um, and without further ado, we're going to get straight into it. So I hope you enjoyed today's session and thank you for tuning in and please enjoy. Hi, this is um, Keith Payne at CBD Perform. And as you know, we have been looking at the cannabis chemistry and the endocannabinoidal system itself. And we're now going to look at um, section four of module three, which is the endocannabinoids, anandamide, and also 2AG. Um, so in this section, we'll explore the neurotransmitters which function as endocannabinoids by interacting with the cannabinoid receptors. And we'll also look at how these are made um, and broken down and um, degraded. Um, now, for some, it's a surprise to learn that it's not just the active constituents within cannabis that communicate with the endocannabinoid system itself. And our very own body chemicals do just that, even to an extent of influence on mood via their interaction with these receptors. It took researchers a while to find which chemicals within our body were interacting with these receptors. And finally, in the 1990s, two endocannabinoids were discovered, anandamide. Um, the word anandamide comes from the Sansk word ananda, which means bliss or joy. And how very apt is that, given that it interacts with the CB1 receptors in the brain, as THC does? As scientists looked more closely at the two neurotransmitters in relation to the endocannabinoid system, they also worked out which enzymes broke them down. Fatty acid amide hydrolysis, otherwise known as FAAH, FA, for anand anandamide, and monoglycosyrrhol lipase, which is known as MAGL, M-A-G-L, for 2-A-G. Fat inhibitors led to an increase in anandamide levels, and this makes them potentially useful medication because there are many clinical circumstances where the increased level or prolonged activity of anandamide is very useful. They also worked out the synthesis pathways for each neurotransmitter. Um, anandamide is made using um, NAEP um, with enzymes NAEP-PLD, and phospholapse MC and phospholapse A2 being involved in the creation pathways. Meanwhile, AG stroke 2 is synthesized using the enzymes and dioglycerol lipase, um, otherwise known as DAGL, and phospholapse C. The endocannabinoids are derived from polyunsaturated fatty acids, and due to this fatty nature, they do not travel well through the body with all of its watery mediums. And for this reason, cleverly the endocannabinoids um, are created as they are needed and are made where they are needed and then act locally. Or in other words, they don't have to travel through the body, they act in the region where they're made. 
We see this local production very clearly at the synapses between the nerve cells which you learned about previously. Endocannabinoids are synthesised and released into the local synapse so as to control the release of the neurotransmitters at the synapse itself and by doing so they help to maintain the homeostasis keeping the nerve impulses flowing for as long as needed um, because as you, if you recall the movement of the neurotransmitters across the synapse helps a nerve impulse to jump from one nerve cell to the next. The endocannabinoids are very quickly taken back up um, from the synapse once their work is done and metabolised within the nerve cell itself. They're made, released and removed quickly so as to maintain the all-important homeostatic balance. Anandamide works on the endocannabinoid system in the central and peripheral nervous systems. Within the central nervous system, it interacts with the CB1 receptors and within the peripheral nervous system. Interacts with CB2 receptors, often present um, on nervous system immune cells. It's considered as the body's natural antidepressant in drugs which impact um, its levels, such as the FA inhibitors mentioned previously, um, are researched for the treatment of anxiety and also depression. In fact, researchers found that some of the happiest people share a genetic mutation but leave, which leaves them with less FA and therefore more anadamide. In contrast, lower levels or fluctuating levels of anadamide have been linked to schizophrenia and also depression. Though CDB oil is certainly a legal option to increase the anadamide in your body, a free option is to increase your levels um, It's really just to go for a run. Running or exercising for about around half an hour um, sees levels of this endocannabinoid rise in the body, hence the natural high we get from exercise. Two-stroke AG activates both CB1 and CB2 receptors, but it also most commonly activates the CB2 receptors. It is present in quite high levels in the central nervous system. In fact, it's the most abundant endocannabinoid in the body, and it's also been found in breast milk as well. Being most involved with CB2 receptors, those associated with the immune system, 2-AG is an important endocannabinoid for the orchestration of immune responses, responses which are balanced, but because it can act on other cannabinoid receptors too, it's also associated with the regulation of appetite and also pain. You've now taken a look at the component parts of the endocannabinoid system, but it's really helpful to take a good few steps when you're trying to appreciate the overall activity of the endocannabinoid system itself. It listens to the body and reacts, sometimes just making minor adaptations in an attempt to maintain homeostasis. Homeostasis ensures that each body system, tissue and cell is sitting within an environment which allows it to function um, at its optimal best. As you work through um, more details throughout um, this uh, training course, you get a better idea about just what endocannabinoid system is involved with by learning which conditions can be alleviated by the use of CBD oil and cannabinoids. So we'll look at those in the next lesson and that will do us for now. See you in the next part. Cheers, bye. Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform. Um, thank you so much for listening in to today's session. Really do hope that you have found it interesting and informative. If you would like to discover more information about CBD Perform products, um, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk, where you will find more information on the CBD range of oils, um, our CBD range of edibles, 
our range of cosmetic products, which includes uh, creams, um, lip balms, um, bath bombs, all CBD products that will be very, very useful and help people with either um, supporting the pain management or supporting um, anxiety and stress or supporting improved sleep. You will find lots of really good information on the website. Um, you'll also find our blog there, which is really informative and also really useful information about CBD dosages and where to start. So the website address is www.cbdperform.co.uk. And once again, thank you so much for listening in and we'll look forward to seeing you in our next session. So take care for now and um, all the best. Thank you. Bye.